Thanks for tuning in to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We are here. Let's get ready, network. We're going to talk about the Marvels. This is our official Let's Get Ready Network review of the Marvels. Uh, Spoiler alert. Let's just say it's full spoilers. Let's just say it. Uh, I don't know how you can talk about this movie without being full spoilers. Uh, Guys, with me, Mr. Snark. Two of the best. Two of the best when it comes to talking Marvel. We got the great Adelia Chamberlain. Hello. We also also have uh, Danny. Shut up. (laughs) The Brazilian Danny. The best Brazilian when it comes probably to talking about Marvel stuff. No, definitely not. They're way more Brazilians than no way more Marvel shit. They're all comic book sweats. Oh sweat gosh. lords oh my god they know gracious. they know marvel way more than me and they like marvel way more than me like, even though i like it like watch it everything uh, i said many times that marvel the majority of marvel movies is decent at best a lot yeah. of them very mediocre but if you think about in a scale production industry production you know time you know you have like three four movies a year Having the majority being in the line or sometimes a little bit above the line. It's actually not bad, you know? Yeah. It's been there, there's not a lot of very, very bad MCU movies, you know? There's not a lot of very bad. But MCU. also, there is not a lot of great movies. Yeah. They, <laughs> their movies serve a purpose as pushing a story forward. Uh, Sometimes they do it well. Sometimes they do it within a structure that is known, such as a like a spy movie or like a teen comedy kind of style thing. Now we're going to talk the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Does the Marvels fall into any kind of uh, movie like that? Because I didn't recognize it if it did, because it seemed to be, to me, all over the place. Uh, so I'm guessing you didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. There's mm-hmm. a there's there's a, a lot that I like. like. I I love Ms. Marvel. Like I love like I would have taken another two or three seasons of Ms. Marvel over this. I would have taken her family over this. Uh, I think uh, Captain Marvel is great. I think like uh. uh Monica Rambo is great. It's just I don't think uh, I don't think it was written very well. I don't think they gave them very much to do. I think they put them in weird spots. I don't understand 
why they tried to make the uh, the the Cree villain, uh, like why they tried to make people feel sorry for her. I I have no idea why they did the, any of those things. I didn't know. Why didn't you think about it? I had a lot of fun with it, but I see where Snark's coming from. There's kind of a lot of different stuff in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. when they go to the planet where everyone sings instead oh of speaks, God. like, what was the that? Yeah. Um, it came out of nowhere. The problem was, like, I would have loved it if there was a little bit of a build, but it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it comes out of like, nowhere. Like, so the, 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 the actual singing dancing, I had no problem with. I had no problem. Like when I saw it, it was very dumb. When I saw it in the trailer, I thought, "Oh, okay, this is very Ms. Marvel. This is very Ms. Marvel." I had no idea it had to do with Captain Marvel. I thought there was something about Ms. Marvel. Nah, I, 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 I have seen sense. reports, rumors that Brian Larson was very fucking pissed with this movie, and I kind of see why. I I, 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 I watched it on Tuesday and on Monday. I. I, I watched the first Captain Marvel, which I liked. Yeah, you know, it's fine. Every, yeah, all like things I, considered, I think that movie was. I think that movie was fun too. You know, I think Samuel Jackson's great. Ben Mendelsohn's great. I think Bruce was great too. Uh, uh, even though the beginning of that movie still is a little bit messy, you know, I think they they rush a little bit to to put her on Earth, you know. But but I think that movie was was decent, you know, and yeah. it was fun. This movie, I think the, the, the primary problem with this movie is the freaking pacing. It's a very, it's a very quick movie. We're talking about 90 minute feature, yeah. which is not, normally not the round of MCU movies. You know, normally they're at least two hours long. This movie that's is one a, hour and a half. That's a, that's a teen comedy movie. That's a, 90 minutes is a comedy. And and it feels like it's so weird because you can have long pacing or breathing moments even in a 90 minute uh, video, film, feature, whatever. You can have that. It's not impossible. Like TV shows do do it with 50 minutes, you know. But this movie, the pacing reminded me so much of Rise of Skywalker, yeah, and not in a good way. <laughs> that that movie basically didn't had that movie. That movie didn't have any any breathing scene. Besides, yeah. I think when they end the ship after the uh, the Valkyrie cameo, that they talk a little bit, then they do the whole memories montage. That's the yeah. only thing that you felt that it was a little bit long. The rest of it was a montage after montage of montage. Of very a lot of action and I didn't I, I didn't like the pacing the fast pacing I don't 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 help that movie at all mm-hmm. made it made it very very exhausting because at the same time nothing really was happening to grant that acceleration you know of the pacing of the movie yeah uh, Adelia your thoughts. Um... I know I was excited going into this movie. I didn't care what the uh, what all the other people on the internet were saying about that. I was still pretty excited about seeing it. Uh, were you excited about going to see the Marvels? Were you happy with what you actually got to see? 
Yeah, I was excited about going to see it. I I really like all three of the characters. Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, and Monica Rambeau. I really like them. I like the actresses that play them. Um, I thought they interacted well with each other, but I don't think that the story they were in was all that great. Um, I, I did enjoy the action scenes where they were all switching places, but it became really confusing after every action scene had them switching places to keep track of what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I was excited for a female villain in the MCU, and she was boring as hell. Yeah, I was. Uh, she, I was she, gonna bring her up. She's forgettable villain number ninety three. Yeah. yeah, she's not the first forgettable villain. She's another forgettable villain. Yeah, and almost a heavy-handed English accent. I'm sure that's just her accent, but yeah. it was like, I'm. I think we're ready. I think we're at a time in Western civilization. Oh my God, what's happening over there? And I think we're at a time in Western civilization where not all movie villains, especially in sci-fi, have to have a British accent. I think it's it's time to go beyond that. I think uh, everyone's looking at Star Wars and stuff like that because they filmed that thing in Elstree Studios in England, uh, so they just took the actors that were around, guys. They weren't making a big deal out of British actors being bad guys. Um, did you know that the 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 lady who plays the uh, villain in that is Tom Hiddleston's wife? I did. I just found she's that out. Literally, she's Tom Hiddleston's wife. Yeah. yeah, I I literally oh, found that out. Like, like, oh, all right. It's like, well. Yeah, like she learns. Maybe she could have picked up some subtlety. There was no subtlety. She, she she's there just to be there, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, 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 let, let's remind people that Marvel always had a villain problem. Always had, ever since. At least the Hulk, because you can say that Jeff Bridges in the first Iron Man actually was a good villain, but it was always part of the Marvel formula to have disposable villains every fucking movie, you know? Uh, With few exceptions, you know, Loki had more of an arc. He was a villain in Thor, he was a villain in Avengers, then they hid stuff in the other Thor movies until Infinite War. And then, of course, got his amazing series that gave him a, a good at least for now finale i think josh and you i watch you guys reviews josh is wrong loki's coming back you know at least for secret wars will happen that tree has to be cut you know yeah, my God. the multiverse needs to explode for in order to have battle words so loki's not going to yeah. stay there forever and of course people want this loki and thor to reunite so they're not going to miss that opportunity at least for a few years loki's sitting on that chart yeah anyway then you had like there's no more series there's no more looking series guys then you had winter soldier that also was a good villain but he ended up being a hero so it's also kind of in a look situation robert redford was a good supporting villain to that too you know the more grounded hydra mastermind you know secret society then zemo the only one that actually wins in this fucking series besides Thanos. 
And they actually, they actually, at least like I have, I always had this theory that Zim is actually the only one that truly won. You know, like the Avengers as they were before Zemo, they're never going to exist, at least until Marvel resets the freaking franchise. And then, of course, you had Killmonger, that I think it was way more because he had a fantastic portrayal yeah. by Michael B. Jordan, even though he dies at the end. You know, I think he has a fantastic. And then, of course, you have Thanos. You don't have that many villains that actually last or make that much of a meaningful impact you know they're just like you don't think namor you don't think namor either no namor yeah of the most i think the most recent stuff namor has been one of the best you know especially because like when the when the you don't kill the villain or defeat the villain and the end that gives them more gravitas and Marvel doesn't understand that people actually don't like their heroes winning every single time. They actually do like the moments that the villain wins. Because then when the heroes win in the future, it makes it more impactful. You know, like Luke Skywalker has to be defeated by Dark Vader for him to do what he does in Return of Jedi. Right. right. Uh, sometimes they don't give them enough screen time, you know, and, and this villain in the Marvels is just one prime example of something that is so, so forgettable, you know, like, why they just bring Jude Law back, you know, at least it would make more sense, you know, because mm-hmm. that was kind of teased by the end of, like, in the end of Captain Marvel, like, he, she defeats Jude Law, but she doesn't kill him, she sent him back to the, to the Kree planet, and said, so, and the fact that they show her going in and destroying the uh, the the supreme. Supreme, supreme intelligence wouldn't that just have been a better movie? Like show that if you if you want to put pity, if you want people to feel bad for uh, for the, Kree. the yeah the Cree, like show that, not just show it in two minutes. It two minute scene, not even two minutes. Look, so it, this it, is why we call it the Annihilator. She came in here, she destroyed the Supreme Intelligence, and then like, she and also because she destroyed her, her, her computer, our son died. What? Yeah, they became Krypton all over again. Uh, uh, it makes if you think about it, her actually she was able to destroy the the Supreme Intelligence very easily. It seems like, and caused more trouble than than good. And that being the reason why she was never involved on Earth since the, in the 90s makes some sort of sense. You know, they had to address this. Why the fuck Captain Marvel never returned to Earth at least until an endgame? I think uh, I think that whole thing with Monica Rambo keeping going on about it's like get it like it like she must have come back though at some point, right? Because if no, she's she comes about, back if she's talking about a girl that gave her a promise. When she was like eight, nine. That was like her nine, sure, nine. She gave her a promise, I'll come back at nine. And people telling her what she's doing, she knows who she is. Like, and she's like eight, oh, you never came back. It's like, all right, this is why you're pissed off at me? Like, come on. It feels to me that when they ended the first Captain Marvel movie, you know, not only to introduce her to the whole thing, to make her sense of the Avengers logic. Like, they had an idea where they, they would go next, like her against the Kree, against the Log, against the Supreme Intelligence. Yeah. 
But there's a part of the fandom that doesn't like Brie Larson and didn't like that movie. What? Yeah, there is. There is a part like... Mm-hmm. And is this the whole Larson, not smiling thing? Is that that whole thing? Yeah, and Brie Larson also doesn't like a lot of Marvel fans either. <laughs> so like, okay. it's a, it's a, it goes both ways. And I think they were kind of afraid of that so they okay instead of us doing an actual captain marvel sequel let's team up with 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 maria rambo and and miss marvel and in some way i do understand why brie larson might be fucking pissed with marvel because out of all the three she's the one that doesn't really do anything in this movie there is no really great character arc that she really goes through the changes. Captain Marvel. No, no. Yeah. She basically ends the movie the same way that she starts. She just like light up with the sun and that's it. Uh I think the whole Maria Ramble like also, like isn't that like yeah no we'll get to that. We'll get to that. like I liked her in one division. Like they had to introduce her into powers, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the conflict between her and, and Carol Danvers is, is interesting, you know. You understand why she has that kind of resentment towards her. Yeah. And this movie kind of is make them be in better terms. Maybe that's the only conflict that this movie really has besides the space balls. Let's steal your air from your planet. <laughs> that's so much space balls. <laughs> Uh, but like, I should think she's very underutilized, and like her sacrifice is kind of okay, you know. Somebody has to sacrifice out of the three. Let's pick her, you yeah. know. Even though, of course, she's not part of those Even though, of course, she just could have been on the other side and just did the same thing or whatever, closing it from the other. She decided to go on to the other side. He's like, I, we need to have her in the X Men universe. So let's make well, that. We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, we talked about we talked about things that just weren't maybe a great. Adelia, what are the some of the things that you really liked about the movie? Everything involving Amon Bellani as Ms. Marvel. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. She She's was a delight. I loved her. She She's was awesome. an absolute delight, and mm-hmm. her playing that. Um, that teenage girl fangirling over Captain Marvel was just so much fun to watch. And on character. And on character. Like yeah, she totally was on the character. most like her character through the whole thing. Uh, I loved Ms. Marvel. Uh, I know some people uh, weren't as big a fans of the Ms. Marvel TV show. No, the, the series now the series had some problems. Like it's just because we had so much bad series of the MCU. Mm-hmm. That it basically becomes number two by default because no other series. Okay, maybe one division for people that really like that show, <laughs> like can can take that place because Loki is the default number one regardless of season one and two. Even if you can say that season two might have its problems, you know, with Sylvan stuff, but it still is far superior than everything else. Uh, and so I think Ms. Marvel kind of is the default number second for at least default number three. For, yeah. for at least for what we had so far, you know, maybe things changed with Echo and, and Daredevil. 
Like, I think now, yeah, she is the heart of the series as she is the heart of this movie. It's a great performance, like, and Marvel has always done great with this kind of self-awareness fan representation. The same thing happened with Tom Holland. Like, one of the one of the charms of Tom Holland's Spider-Man is that he also is kind of a fanboy, and he also kind of represents like a normal person in that universe, like a normal fan, you know? And they double down that, it's great. And even though her family also doesn't do anything else, the dynamic with her family is very fucking fun. It's awesome. That's one of my, fa- that's like, whenever they're on screen, it's my favorite bit, except when her mom gets a little too clingy again at the end and stuff like that. It's like, all right. What, what we it feels like. Her, her dad, her brother, so great. Her mom, for the most part, so great. And because the the thing, the things that play out in this movie, it really feels like that they that they wanted to do a Miss Marvel movie, mm-hmm. but because they were afraid to actually continue a solo Captain Marvel storyline, but they also were afraid to really go deep into the movie, so they decided to just join all of them three, you know, because. This movie is not fully a Miss Marvel sequel. It's yes, it furthers her story, but it's not really about her. But at the same time, it's not really about Kara. And it's really not about Maria Randall, you know. I was gonna say, if I'm gonna say, if it's about all, any of the three, it would be more about Miss Marvel, wouldn't you think? Yeah, it would be more. And I think that's what is kind of disappointing because at the end, this is a Captain Marvel sequel too. Well, they say that because that's the only one who had a movie. Yeah, so I, I would, I would not say. I would just say it's a, it's a shorter second season of Ms. Marvel almost at this point. It feels like that, you know. Yeah, if they only wanted to do a three episode season, they could have done a, they could have done six episodes of Ms. Marvel and had the two of them in there, and it would probably would have been better. Yeah, I'm just saying that because the way they they started this movie is so underdeveloped that in a way it feels like they they were not they are not uh, convinced they are not sure that any of these super super heroines could be you know can flagship it's their own movie so they joined the tree you know to try to make more strength yeah you know which kind of dumb you know like mm-hmm. marvel tries so much to be woke and progress and representation yada yada, yada yada but why they have so many problems with the their female oriented like properties you know captain marvel it's something uh, i've been wondering as well I think, of course, we need to hear on it, but I have my thought on it. What do you have an idea why they're having a problem doing this, Adelia? I have no idea. The only thing that says to me is it's almost like Kevin Feige had so much stuff thrown at him, he's having a hard time saying no. Like I think, yeah. like, and it's not just it's just not just Ms. Marvel. It's She-Hulk. It's and not just like it's everything that's coming at him. He's getting so much thrown at him. He has to say, okay, 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 and not just reread this, reread it. Does this 
make literal sense for your vision of what you want your company to be, how you want your stories to go, because this isn't right. Like what they did wasn't right. They took three great characters. And when you talk about Monica Rambo, like she's my Captain Marvel. Like that's my, that's the girl I knew as Captain Marvel. Like Carol Danvers comes later. Carol Danvers, I I uh, associate with uh, later Captain Marvel and uh, and Spider Woman and mm-hmm. doing stuff in in with Sword and stuff like that and we never even talked about that whole Madam Web thing where they have all these people in it and but no Jessica Drew which is yeah. bananas but uh, yeah like he has to say no like guys make it like make it better i think there's just this push push to get everything out you have to get this out and i think it's spoiling what they built over the first however many movies going into infinity war and stuff like that. i think that i think one of the things is that marvel like when you talk about the representation thing like marvel waited too freaking long to actually do something that is having a female protagonist centric story. That only happened in phase freaking four. With WandaVision for with Black Widow the WandaVision. Black Widow wasn't so great. Black Widow was like too late. Nobody cared and people watched the movie and people still did not care. Uh, WandaVision, I think for all that worth told like the whole grief part of that that story i think it was well done you know it's rare to see marvel actually acknowledging the depths and you know development stories around the death of its, its characters yeah then you had she hulk which ha- could have so much potential but it was just a mess you know and then you had miss marvel that also was more female centric but it's also very teenage centric you know like at, least very... with, at least with she hulk they had an idea they wanted to do an ally mcbeal style thing or whatever they had an idea uh with with this they just threw everything they just did everything i think this like uh nia DaCosta had an idea like if i'm gonna have one superhero movie I'm going to put as much as I can of what I want in there. And there's a lot that works and there's a lot that doesn't. It just, it's nothing feels like, like really put together. Um, Like when they go to the ocean world, like, oh, they're going to steal from the ocean world, a place that no one's ever heard about before. Like, like, like what's the most important thing to you? It's like, oh, they're going to go to this ocean world. It's like, why are they going to go there? It's like, uh, and then they go to the ocean world. It's like, oh yeah, I'm the princess there. Yeah, it's too like, and I know the director is a fan of space balls, but it, <laughs> you can't take that serious, you know. Like, I'm going to create a portal to steal the atmosphere. Now I'm going to create a portal to steal the water. Now I'm going to create a big ass portal to steal the <laughs> just with space ball, like with the super maid. <laughs> Let me steal the air of your planet. Yeah. Like yeah. no, it feels like it. It was obvious that for both Maria Rambo and uh, Kamala Khan, 
Monica. Uh, and Monica, I'm sorry, Marisa. Very, it was very clear that Monica and Kamala had to encounter Carol. It's part of their character. And then for that encounter to move forward. The problem is, is that the story for me that they did to justify that encounter and that interaction wasn't that great, wasn't that important, it was too messy. It had one of the most unforgettable villains that they just kill at the end because they need to kill the villain. But not even then kill the villain, the, kill, the villain killed itself, killed herself like so. <laughs> Yeah, However, the, the, the villain was the worst part. And when you have something like this, when you have a team up, the villain has to have some reason. There has, has to have this huge reason why these three superheroes have to come together to defeat this one person. And there, there was just nothing. What happened to that one guy? Like, she had a guy with her before when they were out searching for the bangle. All of a sudden, he's just gone. Like he just yeah. And also, it seemed like another movie that just an excuse for Kamala to have now the two bangles instead of one. However, I would say that but I had a like, television series for it. A television series would have been great. There, there is one thing in this movie that it's kind of interesting. Like, let's say you want to binge watch everything Marvel, or at least every movie that MCU has done for like Kang Dynasty, or whatever it's going to be called, or Secret Wars. And then you come to this movie, like, do you skip it or do you keep it? Like, because the movie is so short, you kind of do. Because there are some moments. Actually, I would say that this movie has, for me, personally, has the most fun part that I've seen in an MCU movie, which is the whole cat stuff. <laughs> the stuff with the, the flirting. Flirt, the flirting stuff. Okay. Like, One thing like, I'll say. I... I have no idea why they had to have like this like the the place is breaking down. There's these pink eggs that look like brains. Sure. Yeah. And, and these are flurkin eggs, and it, it hatches almost uh, three week old or four week old kittens. Yeah. Look, I love cats, and of course, I loved uh, goose in in the first Captain Marvel. And it was one of the most fun parts of that movie, too. So, of course, they're going to double down that. Uh, and I like it because it's very fun. Like, you have this flirk, like, uh, swarm outbreak. It's messing all over the place. And you're not going to fucking kill kittens, you know? No, no. So what you do, make them eat everyone. That, like, that for me was the best part of the movie. <laughs> then making... The whole thing of people terrified, running away, the whole voice saying, let the flurk and eat you, let the flurk and swallow you. And I do, I do appreciate Ms. Marvel saying sorry when that guy was like, oh, sorry, but why didn't they eat Ms. Marvel? Well, he, now that was very fun, and it was very cute, you know. Like that I liked cute. that they set it to a song from Cats. Yeah, too. memories and a little, a little Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand's uh, introduction to the MCU, a little memories. Because, yeah. like, of course, Kamala Khan reacting to Goose in the beginning of the movie. It was in the trailer, but it's still very good. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like. It feels very legit, like a person saying, I kept doing that. Like, so, like, for me, that was very fun. So yeah. I can see that 
because this movie is kind of short. It feels like an extended TV episode. That mm-hmm. doesn't need to be skippable because there is enough action and enough jokey parts, enough fun parts to make it watchable. Yeah. The problem is, is that it's once again one more barely decent Marvel movie that, and I think that that does hurt the characters a little bit. Not Kamala Khan so much. Yeah, it it hurt Captain Marvel. I think it hurt Captain Marvel. I think it hurts Monica Rambo a bit. We'll see what happens when she's on the other side. But uh, yeah, I think uh, Kamala Khan comes out shining in this. If anything, easily the best part. Yeah, I like. It's very clear to me that they are going to put Ms. Marvel Kamala Khan as the forefront way more than going to do with Brie Lance and Captain Marvel. Well, it's not the end of her, of course. You know, I think she's going to still appear in a couple of movies, but it's it's uh, it's clear to me that Marvel is going to double down Kamala, especially. Yeah, well, we'll talk about, we can let's talk, talk about, about the end. Let, let's talk about that because I think. Uh, a lot of this movie uh, really has to lead up to the last two minutes of the film and the the tag they put in the middle. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the first at the end, and Kamala Khan is basically now Nick Cage. Nick Cage? Or sorry, <laughs> Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Nick Cage. Nick yeah. Fury. Nick Fury. Uh, Doing the exact same thing from Iron Man, basically, but yeah. this time uh, uh, getting a the new Hawkeye in there, and even talking about like if if it comes down to it with the Young Avengers, if we're getting Young Avengers, I hope there's a way we can do it without Cassie Lang because I thought she was terrible in Quantumania, but. Uh, no, she was no, she was teased in that scene. You're going to have kids. Yeah, uh, I am. Uh, I'm looking forward to. So, a young Avengers. Who else do you see? Who else do you see going in? I know who's in the comics as young Avengers, but who do you see actually being in the young Avengers? So we have Kamala. Like who's going to be next? Like. And where are you gonna put? Where are you gonna put the them in the movie? Like in the movies coming, or is this the, gonna be like more of a TV series kind of thing where they're gonna show up at the end of a TV series? I had heard Young Avengers might be a Disney Plus series. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I think. Look, not a lot of people are going to be sold by the title of Young Avengers. I don't no, know. That's the truth. Even though, like. Kamala can be in the forefront of it. It would be. But, like, I don't know, like, I would prefer if it was a series because Mm -hmm. series is always good in terms of character development, you know? It's always the go-to. But I do do understand that going with a movie, it's more like a hit, a bang, you know? It's just like because it's Young Avengers, there's a lot of characters, like, how how many of them they're going to be in the lineup are, are fairly introduced besides Kamala and Kit Bishop? Well, the one thing I was kept thinking of, like, with Young Avengers from the comics, 
it's Iron Lad, right? And Iron Lad is Kang. It's Kang. So, it, but they have Iron Heart coming. So, the, do they just move out Iron Lad for Iron Heart? It's easy it's to probably. do. It's, it's simple probably. to do. If, Especially if, because, if like, if you're going Kang, to do. But if you're going to keep Kang, you have to put Iron Lad in. Yeah, but then he, he wouldn't use Jonathan Asian, even though he's not old like he's well, older this is what i'm saying this people. is what i'm saying before like if you're gonna if you if you're having trouble with jonathan majors there's so many variants there's so yeah. many you can put whoever you i want think i think that uh the the hoax son that was introduced by the end can be an option mm -hmm. you know and I forgot his name. Sakar? Is Sakar? No. Sakar Scar. is not Scar. Scar. Oh. Uh, people. Scar always... would be awesome. I, just I, I, I heard a lot of people talking about freaking Wonder Kids, but they're not real. They don't exist in, the, in that timeline, you know? Mm. They're going to find um, a way, though. Yeah. They, they would have. Characters they would have to find... those two? Uh, people say Key Loki, no. They can I exist. Nah, can no. He's in the void. How are you going to take him <coughs> out of the void and why? <laughs> would be exist. fun. Why? Because they don't have a speedster guy and they need to have a, a magical person just like uh, their mother? Look. Because of Kamala Khan and because I really like the Kate Bishop in, in, in the Hawkeye series, I'll be interested in Young Avengers series slash movie. Can be fun, you know? Yeah. It's just how. Just, I don't know where. It's weird for me where this takes like how this involves with the, everything I'll, else you know? i'll say one thing about this yes it'd be great to have young avengers they have to get the villain right there's yeah. no there's no sense in in bringing all these other characters together and to forming a team blah 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 and just to do nothing with them it's like you oh, have um, they uh, have a villain uh, like we had uh, this one. Yeah. A flavor of the month. They they kind of did it in Avengers. It was kind of a flavor of the month, but you know that's the first time you actually got to see the Avengers on screen. That's it, what made it a big deal. It's just like I don't see how they fit <clears throat> in the story they want to do because it's very clear for us that Captain America, Brave New World, yeah. and Thunderbolt is going to deal with this Earth storyline. You know, that whole don't worry freaking about the, head in the planet. Don't worry about the Thunderbolts. The Thunderbolts, war. the Thunderbolts aren't for solving problems with the world. They're about solving a problem. No, but they're going to continue the whole stuff, like what's happening in Earth right now. You know, oh, oh. the same way that Echo and Daredevil and probably Spider-Man 4, if that movie comes out, it's going to deal with like street level stuff, like Kingpin. Especially, I think Kingpin is going to be the common denominator of all those better three be. things. And he better be. Come on, listen to offer. It's freaking great. Uh, I just like I, I, I would, I, I don't know what the end of Angus like would deal with and how they 
how they maneuver to the other storylines that's happening. But who knows? It can, it can be fun. Sure. It's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Just hope that they take a breather. They take a look at scripts and they say yes or no to good things. Like, come on. Like, just you just can't be saying okay to everything. Now, there was one other tag. And maybe the most important tag in a little bit. Because Monica wakes up. And I keep thinking this is a ship. And I've heard on the not a ship. I think it's a ship. They have ships. They have ships, Danny. There's this whole mm. thing called the Chitari. There's like yeah, there's a the whole thing. Mm. I still think okay. it's a ship because Maybe. because expansion is very much uh uh in outside of New York City. It's very much a stone place or whatever with steel buildings or steel uh, mm -hmm. stuff. This thing looks very clinical. And the mm -hmm. clinical white just reminds me of the X-Men in outer space because we're talking X-Men now for sure in the MCU, at least yeah. through this. Um, we're talking, uh, we get to see uh, uh, Monica's mom wake up beside when Monica wakes up, she sees her mom and she hears a voice. Mm -hmm. And here's the deal the Kelsey Grammer beast is there. Mm -hmm. They had the choice. They could have went with Nicholas Holt, which would have been fine. Mm -hmm. They're going to go with Kelsey Grammer. But here's the deal when he was in. Um, uh, 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 the Last Stand, and he was in Days of Future Past. That was makeup. Like, he was made yeah. up. Mm -hmm. This was bad CGI. And I was they, disappointed. I was, it was bad CGI. I was seeing the, the near Rockstar's breakdown, and uh, that scene actually got spoiler for me, you know? Uh, Is that the one where you, doing... you, were saying, you were saying to me the end of it got spoiled? Yeah. Uh, okay. I thought person. I didn't know which one. Uh, they are doing the same technology they do. At least that's what they said. You know, and I believe them that they use the same technology that they use for the Hulk. Okay. So that whole mo mocap, but digital character with the actor's face. Yeah. I don't think so. Why'd they need to waste the money? I look the whole X Men stuff. Uh, I don't think it's that great of a surprise because, first of all, I think the whole they've had them right the on the vision, the on the vision that I, everybody thought it was, and it was. What was the name of the character, that dumb name that he had? Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner. Boner. That was a freaking missed opportunity. That was a Mandarin level joke. Yeah. Then Boner. you had, and, and, and then you had uh, Patrick Stewart in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. And I think, and but because it's not the same, timeline it's kind of the excuse but 
that was kind of the big reveal. Like, it wasn't in the same, and because it was basically Camel, it wasn't the same gravitas that it was Toby Maguire and Deep Rafford in No Way Home or Alfred Molina. Well, then, yeah. like Jamie they Fox, killed, they killed him four minutes from. later. Spoiler yeah. alert. So, of course, like within the universe logic, of course, Beast would have to be there. So, because you already did Xavier, you know, uh, and because of space research. So, of course, if it's not Xavier, it's going to be Kelsey Graham. Uh, I think one of the biggest problems is that the X-Men continuity is so fucked up. It's very fucked up. Because... It's difficult. Yeah, because the first three movies, they kind of make sense, even though there are some continuity errors, they kind of make sense. And then there are more continuity errors if you take it, if you think it, the first class is attacking the prequel of them. But at least it seems like that the the ending of Days of Future Pass, the good ending that we got, you know, like Wolverine changes the 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 thing with Mystique, and then he goes back to the future, and everything's good now. No Sentinels. Yep. Uh, the X Men manages striving. That seems to be where this scene is taking place after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's face it, besides Logan, Days of Future Press was the last good X-Men movie that they did. Makes sense that Kevin Feige would kind of take that that timeline into account. Because one of the things like Logan, like no one really knows what Logan takes place. You know, technically, it would technically be after Days of Future Press, right? Oh, yeah. But then everybody's kind of dead. Like, uh, Professor X killed everyone with a stroke. So, kind of diminishes the days of future past have ending, you know? So, maybe Logan is another alternative universe who gives a fuck. And that poultry, they already said that they're not going to mess. It's almost like there's multiple timelines, like a multiverse. Yeah. So, it seems that they actually, at least, are trying to continue where Days of Future Past left off in terms of that timeline with those characters. Uh, I don't think Marvel is really going to do anything with Nicholas Holt or or Ma- Fassbender or Too McAvoy. bad. I hope they do. They they are really leaning into some octogenarians if they don't like they've have they have harrison ford who's going to be the red hulk at 85 years old or whatever he is patrick stewart's 83 and mckellen's 82 how many more octogenarians do you need man that's true but it makes sense for the what marvel wants to do yeah regardless of Kang or Doom, they're going to do the multiverse stuff, and they're going yep. to bring the X Men, and they're Thank going to God. use those characters one last time be- before they they bring the actors to play the new parts. So it makes sense that you're going to go with Patrick Stewart. It makes sense that if you want to have like Wanda, 
well, version of Wanda being daughter of Magneto, McAllen, yeah, and stuff okay. like that. I don't know. I think that because even Deadpool makes like we you don't know if that's where Deadpool makes sense, even though like the McAvoy team appears in Deadpool 2 very quickly. There's also like the timeline of like I think with Deadpool, <sighs> I, the deal is that he's the guy that knows that he's a comic book character, right? He's the yeah. like in the comics, he knows he's a comic book character. So I think that's why you drop him in now. So we'll see. Do I think do I think they do anything with Deadpool after Deadpool three? Nope. I think that's no, right. no, no. They're going to have him in the Avengers. That's least in Secret Wars. Why would they have him in Avengers? He's not an Avenger. He hates the Avengers. No, so because I, she, I don't know. The Secret Wars gimmick is every, every heroes and villains together in Battle World, either by the Beyonder or by Doctor Doom using the Beyonder's powers. Okay, so you're going to you're going to have Wolverine. You're going to have Deadpool there. It's just like yeah. the problem is that the Fox universe is so messed up in terms of timelines that it's very freaking confusing for people. It's very freaking say, confusing. Nowadays, it's not the only one that's all a little bit messed up. But no, Marvel we, is not that messed up. It's not. It's not. It's remotely away from what freaking Fox does. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, we get okay, guys. Final thoughts on the Marvels. Uh, I don't see, I don't see another Captain Marvel starring movie, unfortunately. Um, but I, I do expect that she's going to be part of Marvel going forward. What do you think, Adelia? I'd agree with that right now. I mean, the box office wasn't great on this. The reviews weren't great on this. I don't see why they take a chance on another Captain Marvel movie at the moment. Maybe eventually, but not right now. Um, I just can't wait to see more of Kamala and whatever they put her in next, whether that is a Young Avengers thing or whatever. And uh, I, I enjoyed this movie for what it was, but it certainly wasn't the best MCU movie, and it certainly isn't the worst MCU movie either. It's not the worst. No, it's not the worst. Uh, we are clearly in a period right now that saying that Marvel is dying, is dead, and blah blah blah. <laughs> really, it's very profitable. Mm-hmm. No, like Marvel is not in the, its best place, but it's not in the worst. Like, and it's definitely not in the level that DC was or or Star Wars was, even you know. But they definitely, like, I think the well, I, I agree with you, I did. I think the character Marvel story for now i think it's over i think they're not going to move forward with that character besides her appearing in the avengers uh, movies uh, the same thing for for monica rainbow i think uh, she's also only going to appear when they involve the x-men uh, and the only future that we have is kamala khan which is unfortunate i i really thought the captain marvel should have had her own trilogy inside the MCU, just like Iron Man had, uh-huh. or Captain America had, you know. But eh, eh. Uh, I wanted to see more Flurkins. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the Nick Fury. Like it's very cool to see that Nick Fury in the Captain uh, in this movie in the Captain America is very different Nick Fury. 
is way more jokey, it's way more lighthearted than the serious Nick Fury. Yeah, he invasion. He isn't the Avengers, yes. he's the first Avengers movie, Nick Fury for sure. Yeah, yeah, but but it's look, it happens. Uh but I think it's kind of a balance for MCU this year. We had Loki and Guardians, and you have uh, Marvel and Ant-Man. Marvel's and Ant-Man to balance. And that, yeah, but we had Secret Invasion, so technically we had more bad than good this year. But who knows? Maybe what if? Balance yeah. everything again. I'm sure it's going to be one of your favorites. Guys, yeah. thank you so much for joining us on our Marvel's Review. Uh, please like, subscribe to the show, to the network. Danny, where can people find you? People can find me doing energy after that that we're also doing right now as we're doing this review. <laughs> Delia? Uh, starting 11 on the Highlights channel every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, although there won't be an episode this week because it's an international break, so we're off. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific on this channel with Ferris, uh, The Open Table, uh, this coming Friday, we will be discussing our very different tastes in music. Ooh, so, exciting. Somebody likes honky tonking. I'm imagining. <laughs> Guys, you can also find uh, Adelia and I every week here on Let's Get Rating Network. Thursdays, the Rewatchers Council with our buddy Ferris and maybe other people as well. We're just talking Buffy. We're, it's the full series rewatch uh we've gone through the first three episodes by the time we are recording this we're about to record our episode for teachers pat one of my favorites from season one it's incredible uh, i'd like to thank everybody for watching guys uh go watch the marvels like it's fun as much as much as much as people want to cry about it online it's fun there's fun things to it it's a no, good nine don't minutes. Skip, like. Don't skip. Don't skip it. Yeah, it's quick. It's quick. Guys, I just watch it for the cats part. The cats yeah. part is the best thing of the movie and one of the best things I've ever done. They're flurkins. Thank you very Bear much. Bye-bye.